0: Podcast, I'm your host, Vivian, and today we talk about Windwalkers in our Legion Preview. Well, second Legion Preview, but the one leading up, the expansion is about two weeks away from this recording, and so we're just going to jump right in and get into the information that you're going to be needing to know how to be a good Windwalker in Legion, or how to make a Demon Hunter, I guess, right? Isn't thats isn't that how it is, Hina?
1: Apparently.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so as, as usual, we have Hina Lover here. Uh, Mr. the the Mr. <laughs> uh, Simulationcraft,
1: thank uh, you. Hina. Hey, how's it going?
0: And then uh, we actually have a, a new guest, uh, Babylonius, or as I'm going to call him Babs, from Occasional Excellence. You probably know him on the Monk forums, on the WoW forums, on MMOC uh, moderator, and then also Discord. If you ever hang out in the Discord, so how are you doing today, today, Babs?
2: Good. Yeah, I'm I'm everywhere. <laughs>
0: If you know, if you if you're a monk and you've read anything, you've probably seen his name pop up a few times. So, really nice to have you on, and uh, you know, first first time on the show, and uh, you know, really good to have a uh, you know some fresh, I guess, fresh voices is always nice, and someone from a different perspective. Uh, mainly because you have to deal with uh, a lot of people who are just you know asking what the simple questions, like how do I how do yeah. I how do I hit jab? Where's my jab button? I think is the
2: yeah, I mean, that's uh, it tends to be a lot of the same stuff. I mean, that's why I, I made Walking the Wind website, you know, really just to redirect people that way.
0: Well, that's right. Um, yeah, you had that. Those I, I completely forgot. Is, I'm kind of behind on some of the information. With oh, that. that's right. but Yeah, so Walking the Wind, was it .com or .net? .com. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, up! Oh, someone someone's calling it. Simulation yeah. craps are broken down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, enjoying... Uh, the, I guess the two weeks before this week, uh, we had the invasions all start, so we were able to see uh, Varian not be able to one v five. And I'm sorry if that's a spoiler. It's been a, it's mm-hmm. been a whole week, almost a week, so you have plenty of time to be able to. I'm
2: glad okay. I did that yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Then,
0: <laughs> so yeah, he can't he can't one v five. He's he's not that good Overwatch player. Um, so I guess Babs me, uh what are your thoughts of the invasion stuff so far, and and uh, you know overall, I guess thoughts of how the they were able to push the expansion going like thus far i mean there were some changes to the camera stuff which we talked a little bit of pre-show but what are your overall thoughts
2: um i'm actually pretty surprised at how much um i'm enjoying things the uh you know i, I had i'd gotten i had alpha sorry if you hear my daughter in the background um i had had you know alpha access back in I don't know the end of november december and really not spent that much time other than to to actually test things that people wanted me to test um, so I really didn't spoil the Broken Shore or invasions or anything um, like that for myself and I'm very glad I didn't because I mean I really um, put off the invasions thinking it would just be kind of a goofy fad but once I really started doing it and especially did the one um, over outside of Ironforge uh, which was just really awesome it felt very important like I needed to be there helping and um, and all that which was great uh, and then doing Broken Shore um, was just awesome I mean the uh, the cinematics in there were fantastic the story I thought from at least the horde perspective was really good I know that a couple of my guild members said the alliance side was a little you kind of needed the horde side to fill in a couple holes um, but and then if anyone who's done it as a windwalker knows that it is just, you know, it speeds everything up by ten, uh, and can pop storm earth and fire, and get a twenty stack of spinning crank kick, and just do like a million damage per second.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, definitely for myself, it was that way as well. So, Hina, uh, what was your thoughts on the uh, Broken Shore? Was everything good on your end?
1: Um, I actually played on both. I actually have uh, a horde and an, and an alliance, uh, so I was able to see both sides and yeah i would agree that watching the horde side filled in a lot of blanks for the alliance side and in some ways i felt like the horde side uh had more of a better over storyline uh for that those scenarios
0: and do you feel it's just overall with the, again like what babs mentioned previously of the uh you know w- spinning crank kick and I mean I, even I was doing that like I had no I literally had no idea what I was doing I was like I just want to see it I was just hitting buttons I probably wasn't even getting good combos going off and it was just I was number one by a landslide went,
1: yeah uh, landslide. well you're also talking about uh, well this is coming from someone who actually waited uh, an extra day because I actually wanted to get my demon hunter uh, set up first before I went into the scenario so when I went in I only had, like, one other person who was near my item level. Everyone else was, like, eight, uh, sorry, uh, 650 or something like that. So, I was destroying the meters. (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: you're just going in, going ham? Uh,
1: Uh, basically. (laughs) Uh, well, actually, on my alliance side, I actually held back a bit, uh... During like the 7th stage Because mm-hmm. I was actually looking for The Alliance cos- Cosmetic uh, That I did eventually find
0: Oh yeah, the hidden one The one that's like apparently around I don't know, there's like a lot of hidden stuff that they put in there
1: Yeah uh, the bond, uh, I the, think. Uh, Yeah, it's the bond It's actually in stage 6 But you can go back if you're in stage 7 or 8 To relocate it Before you finish this scenario
0: Awesome um and I guess the one thing to ask you Hina uh, mainly in in the realm of I guess numbers and things how are looking out um I did see a little bit of like a little graph that you were doing as far as uh what the spells were with related to each other um but have you has there is it still a bug in in how SCF and everything's working for No
1: they have craft, they have uh I have it working now, but there was a bug where uh, in game where the SEF were not being uh, benefiting from mastery. Uh, that has been fixed uh, since uh, within the last couple of weeks. So, uh, so simulation craft and in game are working out pretty closely right now.
0: And so, I guess the. We, but isn't the bug though the main bug in the game is related to how and maybe you can chime in on this babs uh the how scf is actually not using any like buffs or anything for the damage on it like they still no.
1: Uh, uh no that that was the bug uh but the bug before was the fact that mastery was not uh the scf were not was not being affected by Mastery, which meant uh, that if you say, had, say, 30% Mastery, uh, that's 30% damage uh, not being done for the most part. And you could reach a point where I think it was
2: 63-65% Mastery, where by popping Storm, Earth, and Fire, you actually lost damage. It it became a, It was a smaller chunk of improvement the more Mastery you had, but eventually you'd reach a point where it actually was detrimental to your overall DPS. And is that mainly just because of how bummer. the
0: mastery interacts with as, as uh, Stormworth and fire because of the, how the yeah. damage component is related
1: or uh, basically yes. Uh and, and it you can you never really anything got
0: it. good. Never, never anything right for monks. Like there's always a little caveat somewhere where it just <laughs> Well,
1: like, <laughs> well, uh, the talent hit combo actually there's a caveat now. Uh, that wasn't there before but is now uh as some of uh, a lot of people now realize hit combo anytime you do a, a combo strike ability that generates a combo strike, um, you gain a above called hit combo. That increases all damage, including uh, auto attack uh, uh, up to 16 percent uh, but it stacks so it takes a little bit of time to sta- get up to the eight stacks uh, for the cap. The thing with uh, this hit combo with uh, SEF is the com- uh, SEF have their own hit combo buff. So meaning you can be at six stack of hit combo on the player, but the hit combo on uh, the SEF is only at three. So they're only doing 6% extra damage while you're doing 12% extra damage. But overall, it's not a huge difference uh, if you do it right. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's not you enough do to right. break your neck over. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it just, it's not a big deal mm-hmm. uh, in the overarching uh, thing. Yes, you can probably uh, play with it, try to get all your stacks up before you, say, do uh, Fist of Fury during, while SCF is up. Um but it's a very minimal DPS uh, boost to do that. Very minimal, and you really have to be aiming for it.
0: Well, is it also the one thing too? Is at least in the current, the concisement is, and I mean, Babs, you can chime in on this. Um, with the like, with the, just how SEF is, you know, basically cooldown on demand. At least that's how it feels to myself is it just more of like not really waiting for cool uh the hit combo to come up you just start whaling like you pop it and go kind of like how i guess it was originally TEB was like i think it was back in in miss
1: yeah basically yeah yeah i mean it definitely
2: there still is that little bit of ramp up ramp up time um with hit combo uh where it does take you know if you're doing it correctly eight globals uh to reach that 16% um there are goofy things you can do like casting chi burst off in the distance or using uh, Flying Serpent Kick to build it outside of combat uh, for that little bit of extra gain if you really want to uh, try hard, but kind of like Hina said, the difference between popping Storm Earth and Fire you know, at the very beginning versus waiting one or two globals is, I mean, you're talking about 2% of 45% per, per clone, so I mean it really is you know, less than one percent difference, uh, you know, add even added together. So it's not the the interaction with hit combo between hit combo and Storm Earth and Fire that Heen is talking about is something to be aware of, but it's not quite major enough to really change how we play things. Well and it's
0: also gonna be for mainly the players that are in, you know, mythic edge guilds where they have to get that to like that two percent could be a boss kill, or that one percent could be a boss kill.
1: Yeah, but uh, so. for the average Joe, it's not yeah. a not a big deal to try to work around it.
0: And then also, I, I wanted to shush you a little bit, but it's it's already out. It's too late. Telling the developers, cause I, you know, if if any of them listen, that hey, you can build your stuff outside. We all know how that happened <laughs> with T E B where it's like I could build some stacks outside and take them into the fight, and then they just, oh, no, they reset. So when some, I don't know how they'd be able to do that, though. That's
2: personally, I mean, they, they, they did just recently, um, a couple of days ago, change it so that resources did reset. Um, roughly, uh, you know, we had been popping uh, talent energizing mm-hmm. elixirs, which gives you max chi. Uh, the first chi doesn't decay for 20 seconds, so you could pop that 20 seconds before you actually pull the boss and still start the fight with full chi. Um, which kind of not um, made necessary or required, but you know you kind of benefited from a 20-second pull timer, and uh, 20 seconds is a little much in my opinion, especially if you're trying to chain pull. So um, if uh, you know now that it resets, it's not that big of a deal. So I'm I'm all for not having to sit and spam <laughs> expel harm like we used to, and anything like that to make me have to be paying 100% attention. You know, before we pull. Yeah, the bot. I'm not
0: really sure about other classes, like what the change. A lot of the changes are are in Legion, but I mean it's similar to when rogues go attack like the dummies before going up to uh, malariac You know, in in siege, and then also uh, priests getting their uh, bubble things up or whatever the hell they have, like the shadow priests. I mean, a lot of these are cl- or, or like even warriors getting full rage bar on just sitting in fire, you know, stuff like that. Like, I, I actually I like that because, like, you know, some classes are so dependent on resources that if they can gimmick the resource and just start out, it's just going to be, you know, it, it's good for a guild. But when you're when people are out there comparing themselves in, in, a, in a, you know, saying, oh, this guy is doing, you know, how he did 150K more damage than me. And we, the boss, we missed the boss by 75k. He was at 75k. Why didn't you do that 150k? And someone's raid spot in Jeopardy as a result, which does happen. Um, you know, things like that. Like, you know, I've heard definitely a lot of stories from high-end guilders that they're just like, oh yeah, someone got kicked out because they did 84, missed 84k damage and we, we didn't beat the boss by you know, like 60k. Like he was at 60k left. It's just, it's pretty insane when stuff like that happens. Um, but uh, as far as it pertains to Windwalkers and how everything's playing, um, and we did kind of mention... I mean, I have to mention a little bit, we did mention, lightly t- tout on it, is the camera distance. Um, for Melee in particular, uh, I felt more like you're in a cave now than, it, than than previously. Like, previously it was pretty pretty bad as far as the distance, as far as, like, just being Melee and looking for stuff. But now it seems more like if you're in, like, a, a, a dungeon zone or... Some like some place where there's like a high ceiling, and then just you're gonna get clipped anyways. Like there's just no way you can get far enough than that. Do you have that kind of, same kind of feeling too, Hina? As far as how the camera, I mean, you mentioned it didn't really bother you, but
1: uh, well, the thing is, I uh, for quite a bit of the um, whole uh, six point four, uh, I also played Final Fantasy fourteen, and the camera in that is about where uh, it is in. Uh, wow! Right now, or was yeah, I, I
0: felt the same way? Yeah.
1: Um. So I I was more used to having it closer in, and so for me it yeah it was a little jarring. Uh, going from before where I could zoom out quite a bit to this, but because of my experience with Final Fantasy XIV, I it wasn't as much of a jarring. But yeah, just. All you're seeing is, uh, um, Arcamon's legs. Yeah, <laughs> that that is a bit discouraging.
2: Yeah, and I, I kind of come from the opposite side. Is, uh, you know, for years I was a tank and I did raid leading and and stuff like that. So I, I mean, I've been scrolled out as far as possible since Burning Crusade. So, uh, I the change was, you know whatever's the next step beyond night and day. I mean, it was stark. Um, but I, it never really bothered me because I am now just melee. I don't worry about a lot of raid leading, you know, and being able to see my character a little better actually wasn't a terrible thing. Um, but definitely, I think it was something that I get their reasoning behind, um, but there was a lot of really legitimate reasons to keep it the way that it had been, um, especially some people had medical concerns. So... I'm glad that they reverted it back. I think the range that it's at now um, is a very solid uh, distance. It's a little shorter than it had been previously, um, but obviously much farther away than it was just a couple weeks ago. So uh, I think in terms of tanks and raid leaders, they're going to be the ones who are most affected by that uh, range, too, I'm sure. Uh, if you can't, I mean, you couldn't see the people standing behind you. Uh, so it really, for some people, I'm sure it was a very big change. Um, I felt the change, but... Kind of, I wasn't quite as up in arms as a lot of the other people were um, about it, but yeah, it, it was definitely something that I was prepared to spend time getting used to, and I'm kind of glad I don't have to now.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and and the main thing we're touching on it as well is because you know we're in melee, and you just want some people, you know, haven't logged in at all yet. You know, they're maybe out there and they just think it, you know. I know a lot of people that are just like, I don't know if I'm going to do Legion. Like they just are still up in the air. They haven't purchased anything. They're just so up up of it, and then when this came out, it was like I'm not going back to that that game. Then they just they big, try to become Overwatch pros, <laughs> like everybody else. Um, but uh, but as it as it goes forward uh, for monks, so we'll kind of jump in a little bit into uh, you know talents and all those things. But I wanted to kind of touch with Hina Lever on this, um, and mainly goes to the results for pre, the pre patch results. Yes, um, and I have it here from, like, you know, a while ago for the simulation craft, and it was, like, really strange because it showed Monk being bottom, but then I know there was a lot of bugs currently in it, but this is from August. Uh, I think I have a fourth, and then, so what is what are you seeing as far as, like, your – because I, I couldn't find, actually, anything – related to simulation craft and just like just currently obviously uh, it'll be different it's gonna be based on um movement.
1: okay first of all uh simulation craft is not re- releasing any pre-legion uh uh stat uh, uh sorry um raid list like it normally does uh we are preparing specifically for legion so all our profiles are really aim for legion um that being said, uh, yes, right now for pre-Legion, Mo- uh, Windwalker monks are middle, middle low on average. If you're looking at Warcraft logs, um, most of it is due to the fact that things are dying way too fast. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so we're not really able to shine that well. Uh, once we get the artifacts uh, and once we get start getting into tier uh emerald nightmare and whatnot, then we should be able to see how we do uh for the rest of uh uh there's not a whole lot of profiles, so I don't know exactly how we stack at one ten quite yet um but otherwise it's too early to say.
0: Mm-hmm. And I know, I know, Babs. You mentioned that uh, you do like the Mass Mister Robot side, which I've I, I've heard good things about. And I remember I, when I I had a conversation with one of the developers when they were first starting it out, and they were very high on that tool pertaining just to how people's damage was. And so, how is that going actually on your end in re- regards to that?
2: Um, it so far it's been going pretty well. I've been trying to work a lot with Hina um, to try and get things he'd been focusing a lot on the free patch where um AMR just kind of worried about legion so i was working uh primarily on the legion stuff um and posting all of my stuff to walkinthewinds.com so it um it, it's definitely a nice tool i'm pleasantly surprised they they've done a nice job of getting back in touch um through their discord channel with suggestions and bugs and stuff and i know a lot of the people who have who uh, work with SimCraft, um, have been very cooperative with Ask Mr. Robot. Um, I fall in the uh, category of people who don't have a lot of experience with coding or computer stuff like that outside of one HTML class uh, my senior year of high school. Um, so SimCraft can be a little intimidating for me, um, although I can figure out how to make it work. Um, you know, it does; it will make sense with time. Um, But AMR kind of lets me do things from another perspective, uh, and then hopefully Hina and I will uh, be able to kind of sync everything up and and see the comparison between both tools. Uh, But it's it's a nice tool. I I have used it quite a bit, and that's been kind of what I've been simming everything. Um, Kind of on the same point, there's not a long list of all of the specs and how they match up. I know Like Hina mentioned, a lot of people are trying to shy away from those. Um, They tend to do more harm than good, in my opinion, um, because people take them as law. And they really are very specific about a specific gear set and specific situation. So um, I'm glad to see that there's not quite this rush to put out that list of how everybody stacks up.
1: Yeah, and also, uh, this time around, not only am I going to be looking at a single target... Uh, simulations, but also uh, simulation craft has was called a hectic ad cleave. Basically it's um, every th- uh, at least in the simulation for like 15 seconds, every like 30 seconds or whatever, a set of ads appear. And uh, in this case, five ads and you are to DPS uh, the ads as well as the main target um and to see what the result is for that. And I'm going to see what the uh, stat weights come from there, as well as a uh, single target, just to kind of see, uh, first of all, how the stat weights compare between the two, uh, and just kind of give extra information on top of just single target, go with this.
0: Yeah, and I think the what we we I I I forgot to mention, and I and we bring this up because we want to make get the information out to people that can't readily find it or don't have the time to, but we also always have to put like an asterisk that this is literally for if you're inhuman, and I know I remember I think it was last expansion that we were talking about, and we we just basically came to the uh, concisement that, you know. Everybody that, you know, we get these numbers and it's put together for like the theoretical best you can do. It's similar to when you're looking at, you know, like I'm looking for a new graphics card, for instance, right now. And you look at those numbers. So that's the like if you win the silicone lottery, as they call it, meaning you get the best component of the best of the best. Yeah, you can reach these insane numbers. But if I go in and I'm not making myself expecting to get those insane numbers, but you could see at least where you should be a little round there like you should you know you should hope to be within a few k and so don't if you're if you are going into your first guild run and you're just like not and you're like on 20 30 000 below you know maybe there might be something with the rotational you know difference but if you're within a close percentage like what is it under five percent hina or something Uh like that,
1: five to ten percent yeah, yeah. If you're
0: close within there that should be fine and you know, as being a former raid leader myself, when I looked at stuff like that at first, I was like, you should be doing these numbers. But then it's like, you know, even when I'm doing my best, I'm like, well, I'm only a few K behind and it says that's good. I mean, that should that's what you should be looking for. And especially in the game today, it's its almost more of about just not dying than it is about doing damage, because I always say, if you know, if you're dead, you can't do any DPS. And I think that's a good moniker that people should hopefully pick up more of um, in relation to this specific topic. And Babs, I think, chimed on it too as well with, you know, not bringing out these numbers because I could see someone going looking at a a bad sim, for instance, which is happening in simulations for monks because of just how populated, and making a full decision of not to be a monk. And I know we don't definitely don't want you to do that out there if you're considering it. If you're considering we want you to consider going to another class because you just like playing that class. Um, And, you know, being being a windwalker, I've been it since it came out like i was in open i was in beta when they were op like you were like pooping out damage like it was just insanely strong and then it turned into dark chain like yeah (laughs) exactly and then or just the like spamming like just everything like it just it was so strange of how it is today like you know with the jab and like you just like you know back to like you think about misweavers jab jab uplift was a thing at the in the bad in the back in the day but I also remember going through where you didn't use Fist of Fury because it was a DPS loss. I mean, that's kind of how crazy it can get to certain points of the class, and and so just you know stick around, at least see how everything's going forward. But also, I don't want people to feel out there just to be forced to be you know Windwalker, and I think we all agree with that too. Is you know play what you like to play, and uh, you know we'll kind of leave that there as far as like the numbers are concerned, because you know sometimes it is a little bit like like if you're at the bottom of the chain, it does suck. We've all been there where it's just, we, we can't do anything about it. It's just a class. And hopefully, you're in a guild that's not just going to bench you because you don't put up, you know, you're 5K less than the person that's number one, you know, in your, even in your realm or something like that. Because a lot of times you can gimmick things like we mentioned with Spitting Crane Kick. You know, if, if you were the only one DPSing on the, um, what is it, uh, Darmak, whatever his name is, the Beast Lord, you know, you could do it insane. You could get a huge parse, but, Everybody wants to do it. <laughs> so that's the fun. And so um, you know that's that's kind of what we're kind of referencing here in, in, in as it pertains to that uh, the, that mechanic. Um, so you know moving on a little bit as well. Um, getting into more talent choices um, and uh, how what would be the best options if you're going forward for rating is concerned. Um, I think the the main one that people are getting not confused by but just is, is the level 100 talents. So, Hina, have you done any... Oh, Babs, you want to touch on this a little bit?
2: Yes, I'm just... I can jump in. I mean, this is something that's popped up a lot recently. Um, I know Hina had mentioned the the issue where Storm Earth and Fire was not uh, benefiting from Mastery. So uh, that kind of pushed Serenity on us um, because, obviously, if you chose uh, the other... um, the other 100-talent Whirling Dragon Punch, then you... Your major cooldown was Storm Earth and Fire, which was bugged. So uh, we kind of were forced to, uh, at least for a couple of days or a week or two, uh, use Serenity, um, which uh, was a good thing. Um, it wasn't quite as optimal. Um, you know, Serenity or Whirling Dragon Punch and Storm Earth and Fire are kind of on average and for most people going to be better than Serenity. But it did let some of us really experience how strong Serenity can be. And uh, Chi orbit, I know originally had been the uh, major talent uh, back in beta and alpha. I got nerfed in half. Blizzard said no, thank you. Um, so it's really not useful in a um, if you're really trying to push the numbers. It is, however, chi orbit still is very useful in old raids. They spin around and hit mobs and explode. and You don't really have to stop. Um, so I've actually a couple people mentioned it on the official Blizzard forums, and I've been trying that, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, Whirling Dragon Punch is kind of that really flavor talent that uh, Windwalker gets. It's very, feels very iconic, it fits things very well. Um, And now that Stormearth and Fire is fixed, uh, Whirling Dragon Punch is kind of the go-to talent. Um, But Serenity still, people ask me um, this a lot uh, because we don't really have an answer on how to use Serenity yet. Um, It's one of those in the right hands at the right time and under the right situation can be very strong. Um, But it's hard to just tell people, you know, use it this way, um, do this with that. Uh, So it really is, most people will find Whirling Dragon Punch to be better and easier to use and more damage. But there's, you know, those select few at the very top, um, you know, who really have a great understanding of the spec and the fight will be able to use Serenity at a very high level. but it's not something right now that we can say, you know, use Serenity, press this button, press that button, um, or use it in this situation. So that's going to take time and a lot of practice.
0: And a lot of it, too, is like you mentioned, with flavor text, with Whirling Dragon Punch, it's just, I mean, it it, it kind of has that moniker of like, w- I mean, Moonwalker has changed one of the most out of all the classes, just of how, it, you know, you're going to be playing it now. Not just the mastery, but this, the spells and how they dictate no more, you know, Tiger Eye Brew you know, SDF basically turning into a cooldown, down, et cetera. So, um, yeah, I, I still see, and I, I do see people still discussing serenity, um, like as well, like they just like how it plays. And do you feel that way, Babs, that people are just, may just stick me, I guess maybe, or either you have like a, a how much of a damage? Cause you didn't mention it's a go-to now just because of with SCF, but what's would whirling dragon still be a single target DPS gain versus serenity. Like if you're just single target only, like there's no ads or anything.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, right now, it, it, is, it, it does seem like more of a, an AoE or cleave talent, um, just as it reads, because it hits all targets around you. Um, but it is right now strong enough to be a single target improvement. But, you know, like you touched on, uh, there are people who might use it just because they like it or they don't like that Whirling Dragon Punch kind of tosses you up in the air a little bit, um, which can take some getting used to. Um, but they are definitely close enough, um, and I can you know, I'm kind of glad to say that a lot of the other talents, um, the first tier between Chi Wave and Eye of the Tiger, uh, the energy tier between um, Energizing Elixir and Power Strikes, you know, a lot of them are very close to where you can really choose and pick what you want to play, um, because the difference between the two is going to be very minor, and you enjoying it and having more practice with that talent, um, whatever it is, is probably going to be more beneficial for you than picking a talent that... You're not as comfortable, or you don't have as much practice on.
0: Hina, did you have something to add? To um, we used to
1: actually, to? actually, I was just about to say it's basically the, um, all the ta- uh, Ellies for the first um, up until se- uh, the tier seventy-five. It's however you want to play. Uh, things start to get a little interesting at the ninety, and definitely at the hundred. Um, For example, uh, Russian Jade Wind is, yes, you can, uh, it's a very good AoE ability, a constant AoE ability that you can use uh, in replacement of your Blackout Kick. Uh, So it doesn't really change your rotation that much. Um, But hit combos right now the go-to, given how strong it is, uh, and if you are able to keep your mastery going 100 percent of the time people are still having issues uh with it even myself sometimes i'll just do a blackout kick blackout kick in a row without even thinking about it because i'm so still so used to before (laughs) it's a hard habit to
0: break yeah you're like it's really difficult when you're getting that kind of like what is it like muscle memory on, on playing the class
1: yeah, um, so uh, and sometimes it's just out of habit. I'll do a blackout kick, blackout kick. So even for me, uh, who've been playing around with the beta for a while now, I'll still break, uh, go into an old habit. Um, but uh, otherwise, it's uh, um, play however you want. Um, uh, Basically, yeah, like I said, Russian Jade wind. Zwen may be a little bit underpowered right now. I'm still trying to figure that out. But uh, at least in AOE and single targets, he seems a little on the low side. But otherwise, it just play however you feel like.
0: So the one question I have is mentioning... When we're talking about you know hit combo just being you know obviously the, the better one currently outside of you know a circumstances do either of you foresee Zwen ever coming back or Schwin however you pronounce it uh coming ever back in the fold because it, it just I mean it, it's such an iconic ability
1: yeah I he may need a slight buff but otherwise yeah I could see him coming in if there's a big uh DP a three minute cooldown that is needed we can use him as a kind of burst Dps but uh as I said he may need a slight buff uh especially in his uh crackling jade light uh, crackling yeah, I can't think of it off the top of my head but it's this AOE ability um that may need a little boost because right because they increases his damage but then it brought brought it back to how it was back in uh wad the same power level give or take and so he may be losing a little bit less than what he should be
0: and Babs, bab is like what are your thoughts on on that on his one coming back in power
2: yeah i think i i definitely agree with him. i think there may be some benefit to him gaining some damage um i agree that he's definitely a very iconic um part of the class i mean he's really kind of the the spirit that Windwalkers um, are connected to the most, so you know I think it it makes sense that he should be useful um, at the moment. Rushing Jade Wind, like has said, is a really exceptional talent for sustained AoE. Unfortunately, in the pre-patch, there's not a lot of sustained AoE because, like we said earlier, things die so quickly um, with the nurse to um, the health and stuff in, in Hellfire Citadel. Um, and then hit combo is just, it's difficult to argue with just kind of a 16% overall increase to all of your damage. Um, so I, I think Zuin can have a place. I think the cooldown is what's going to be important um, in his place. And it can his cooldown line up with when you need him to do whatever. Um, you know, so I, I think they're definitely, the talent is not dead forever. Um, there are some small tweaks, and he doesn't need a huge buff. They don't have to add a zero to his. Modifier, whatever, to make him useful. You know, he's really just lagging behind a little bit, um, but definitely has potential um, to be balanced correctly and and used, uh, you know, in the right circumstance. And I I hope that he comes back because, you know, I I didn't grind the Celestial Tournament to get the little tiger pet to never use the big tiger pet. So hopefully uh, we'll be able to see him return.
0: Yeah. Uh, Oh, man. Just, I, I mean, it's like only like the feels bad moment, I think, of the of the expansion so far for me is just it's just you know using hit combo but then it also does have that if you're very you know min maxing or you just like seeing um you know getting it just allows you to have like a better uh rotation with the hit combo just gets you that enforced into how you know to get everything up to maxed out um and then yeah with drew warling dragon punch i think is a, a really really nice flavor change um, and i'm trying to think if there's anything else that i have here in front of me outside of um the last thing which is going to be uh not specifically talents but more of how the you know what stats you're looking for we kind of mentioned that mastery was actually getting a slight was at a certain point was not actually getting as much benefit with scf cena um,
1: um th- well was- no that that was until um the uh whole scf getting fixed uh now mastery is actually our best stat no uh, no uh, yes i'm sure yes <laughs> yes that should be good uh, yes, <laughs> after two expansions, is finally our best at. <laughs> finally. <laughs> um, but, uh, I'm, d- uh, overall, is our best at. Um, I'm doing some preliminary stuff in Nighthold, just, uh, just more for testing reasons, like testing this, um, our tier 19 set bonus, still preliminary, haven't finalized anything. Um, But uh, there's not a uh, similar to uh, Hellfire Citadel, there's not a whole lot of versatility gear available. So versatility may be our best stat in uh, Nighthold, but like I said, that's mostly because of how little we have like Mm -hmm. in Normal mode, I'm looking at only 1,600 uh, versatility compared to 7,000 mastery 4,000 crit uh, sorry haze 6,000 crit So if you look at it that way versatility needs a major bump in how much we can get and just there's not enough
2: they've been I've been working a little bit with Hina um, and a couple other users like Pan um on a spreadsheet that kind of just started as a way for me to um, compare the damage between abilities based on gear, um, but it's kind of evolved over time. so we've been working a little bit on stat weights through there and uh, definitely versatility you know mastery just scales better um, based on how much we get per uh, you know, what percentage of damage we get per, per stat. Um, whereas versatility is 400, <clears throat> you know, mastery is 285 or, or something like that. So it really just the number of stats that it takes to get 1% damage. If you figure mastery is 1% uh, increase to your damage and versatility is 1% increase to your damage first takes 400 to mastery you know, just shy of 300. So, you know, it, it, the fact that there's not a lot of versatility will mean we'll kind of have to balance things. Um, as you get more of one stat, it makes other stats better, especially versatility. Because um, <clears throat> obviously a 1% increase to all of your damage becomes better if you have a bunch of damage from other stats. So that's something that we'll see. Um, you know, There was an initial uh, impression that we needed to balance stats in the pre-patch, um, which we then did kind of correct uh to mastery so apologies out there to anybody who reset everything up for versatility and was then upset with me for changing it on the website but we make mistakes sometimes too um but you know i I personally think mastery is the way that should be i mean they added it to the game uh to be that important part um and then haste is also a pretty strong strat uh stat for us um in legion so Uh, They reduced the haste now reduces the cooldowns of all of our abilities not just increasing energy regen So that's a pretty big change other classes had it previously Um, Rat pally off the top of my head. I believe had it for a while I'm not sure if they still do but it that brings up haste and you know with those changes It really kind of makes sense that mastery and haste they change how the class is played and they fit the best So it's personally nice for me to see them um, as some of our more desired stats.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm just always remembering every expansion start where we have like no stats at all. So we're all talking about when you're getting up and gearing up and what's available in the in the raid tiers. But uh, when you're starting out, it's just going to be you know picking up that green piece that's going to replace your hard earned warforged uh, heirloom or not heirloom warforged uh, socketed chess piece etc um but uh, it's definitely something good points to take uh, with you as far as what's uh, what's gear you're gearing for when you get towards the end end game and mainly for progression um and the one thing that is always odd to me well not odd to me now but it will be definitely when we get it is the artifact playing into power uh we really haven't touched on the artifact too much uh but i think there's pretty good article articles out there um, and I think just for today, we'll kind of leave it off the table and see how it is after post. Cause I think a lot of it too, even though we, we get in there and we kind of, okay, put your points in here, put your points in there. But in, in my opinion, I think once we actually see it in the raid zone with different variations, I mean, maybe you guys should touch on it a bit. Have you tried different variations of what talents to take Hina or anything like that?
1: Um, Babs actually, uh, gave the best suggestion is to literally go clockwise around, um, Try to get uh, uh, by the time you get uh, finished leveling, you'll have about twelve uh, stats, you can, uh, talent, uh, traits you can put points into. Uh, by the time uh, Emerald Nightmare comes out, we're looking at sixteen or so traits, uh, maybe eighteen traits. Uh, so with 18, maybe 19 or so, you can, uh, pretty much get, uh, two of the gold traits, which is, uh, gale burst, sorry, not gale burst, um, uh, crosswinds, yeah, cr- yeah crosswinds and, uh, tornado kicks, tornado kicks, yeah.
0: So so, just to let people know, when he means cross, so you get the strike of the windlord by default, basically, and then you could you'd start at dark skies, which is increases your damage dealt by blackout kick by twenty percent, and then from there you would go towards power of the thunder, a thousand cranes, which is the one that increases your spinning crane kick damage by three percent um, per per level. These are uh, per level for the power of the thousand cranes. You just kind of go clockwise from that that space all the way around, uh, which i would you said you would stop. Probably at tornado kicks, or also at spiritual focus. I think too. Maybe you will be able to get one of those before you finish off.
2: Yeah, it. it um, I, I actually did a couple, um, some more simming through AMR last week or something like that. Um, they did a couple weeks ago. They helped to balance both sides. They moved uh, fists of the winds, which buffs uh, fist of fury, which is obviously our hardest hitting ability. They moved it from the right side of the artifact. Uh, path to the left side, and that actually did a really fantastic job of balancing it. Um, The crosswinds, the gold talent um, on the right, that it it kind of effectively increases uh, the damage of of Fist of Fury. um, is a very strong gold talent. You'll then get transfer the power um, by going, um, which also increases the damage of fists of Fury, so Again, very strong. And then, you know, Tornado Kicks is kind of in that middle, which, like Hina said, if you have, you know, 18, 19, you're kind of there regardless of what direction you go. Um, overall, you know, through the testing that I, that I did, um, and obviously things, are, you know, can always change, um, but going clockwise, like Hina said, is a very good, it's very functional, especially while leveling. Um, getting that extra AoE damage, you'll do a lot more AoEing while you're leveling and gearing up through dungeons. Um, so going clockwise you know, at the beginning of, it, of an expansion or if you're leveling that character um, is a very strong path to take. Uh, going counterclockwise to the left after taking Dark Sk- Skies and heading towards uh, Rising Kicks, I think it's, it is, um, without pulling it up. Your rising Winds. Um, yeah. Rising Winds. yeah. So that, that buffs Rising Sun Kick. So that path is a more single-target-focused um, path. It's going to be good for raiding, um, and content like that, but not as functionally beneficial as you level up. Uh, so it's kind of, you do kind of have the choice, do you want to be stronger at single target, or do you want to be stronger at AoE, and once you get to, you, you kind of keep going on that path. If you start clockwise, you go clockwise all the way around till you get the gale burst, and then you can skip Death Art, and uh, the, the, um, the dodge one, and pick up rising kicks so or rising winds so you know you can skip a little bit but in general you just kind of pick a direction and it's i've looked at a lot of paths for a lot of other specs that seem to be very confusing going this way take this then come back to here and take that um and i was very happy to see that it is kind of up to you 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 want more single target focus maybe a little more beneficial to a raid um, but not as beneficial while leveling or in dungeons or mythic plus i know is a big deal for a lot of people um, by going clock- counterclockwise or do you want to go clockwise and, and really be stronger in Mythic Plus Dun- uh, Mythic Plus and Dungeons and, while leveling and Trash in bosses or, you know, a lot of the bosses do have AOE, so spinning crane kick scales like crazy on more targets, so you can make that stronger by going clockwise. So it, it actually is very nicely balanced.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... For myself, just because I really haven't played too much into the artifact in the beta, I just been basically going around, just still trying to get used to th- the things and then just finding out information I can. Um, yeah, may, may, you know, I guess the one thing that I'm looking at like right now, like the artifact weapon, what I, w- I would do myself is is go with the uh, yeah go around, like you said, go around the the right location. But it's just that fist of wind, it almost makes me want to like kind of like when you get to inner peace. Is maybe put a couple in there, because, I mean, or at least get spiritual focus. Would you say that would be probably a better talent choice as well, like, or would you say getting tornado kicks would be is a much bigger DPS gain?
2: Um, I didn't. I'm not sure if I tested skipping any of the gold. I just kind of assume that the gold is strong. Tornado kicks is a great uh, talent. Um, spiritual focus. Um, which is worth noting, does increase each spirits, including your own, damage by 5%. So it's actually a 15 in total uh, percent improvement, if I'm
1: correct. You are. You're yeah, right. Double-check me. Okay.
2: So, um, you know, it, it is kind of ambiguous, slightly ambiguous in its wording, um, which I'd say is kind of the theme to Windwalker, is ambiguous wording, um, especially in Warlords. Uh, but it does increase it by effectively 15%. So it's a big increase, Obviously, for somebody who likes playing with Serenity, you're not going to see any any improvement at, at currently. That artifact trait does not benefit Serenity at all. Um, so that's something else to be considered. If you just can't get behind Whirling Dragon Punch and you like the you know Serenity, then that talent that artifact trait is not really going to do you a whole bunch of benefit. So um, I will, you know, now that you mentioned it, I probably should uh, run some tests on what. Uh, you know, skipping some things and maybe jumping around, but uh, tornado kicks is a good. You know, it's just one point, so it's not going to delay other things a ton. It's not like you're jumping out to put three points into it and you know wasting a week or however long it takes when you get there um, worth of artifact time. So, it I'd say if you got one point, uh, you know, tornado kicks is is strong. Um, you know, you probably would go tornado kicks then spiritual focus or spiritual focus then tornado kicks. So the difference is going to be relatively minor, um, and just mostly up to choice, which is what Blizzard wanted, and I think for a lot of things for Windwalker, they've
1: succeeded pretty well. Uh, Actually, this is going back a little bit, but um, uh, uh, spiritual focus, if it's not affecting Serenity, then that's a bug, and probably needs to be uh, reported. Uh, but I'll do some tests, uh, either later today or tomorrow, just to find out for sure, and then I will I can do a bug report on it. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it doesn't make sense for it to not. Um, but I know last time, I think we talked about it, it wasn't. Uh, well, it's if you look at uh, the tooltip for, like, Wowhead, it specifically says, uh, for Serenity increases healing and damage bonus for, of Serenity by 5%, so... It should be affected. If it isn't, okay. oh, there you go.
0: I'm just like thinking, man, it's gonna take so long to get all this stuff leveled up <laughs> just for myself because I'm not gonna be. I don't, you know, can't put in as much time as I used to in the game. So just having to level up the artifact power is just gonna be, a, well, not what a pain, but mean just gonna be more of a tedious task to get done um obviously there's a lot of places out in the world like the world events you can get to and get a lot of stuff from artifact power i mean like every, every place is artifact power um and just like i guess once more i guess people find locations when it, they are in live and things like that will be able to get more information are you having the same thing babs or you're just thinking about how much time is going to take you to level it
2: yeah and and they they um there's a nice mechanic for artifact knowledge which increases the amount of power you get from each source Um, so that's something that kind of will stack up or progress over time um, through the class hall and stuff like that so in the second week you will get more artifact power from the same source than you did in the first week so that it helps a lot of people who can't I mean I know I raid two nights a week I've got a job and a daughter and all this stuff I can't be sitting there grinding artifact traits all day um, some people can. So, the, you know, those people will still get their benefit. Um, you know, they will still be slightly ahead. But artifact knowledge really um, is set up to help a lot of those of us who can't spend that amount of time or don't want to or, or you know, whatever, who are working on off specs or alts and stuff. Um, artifact knowledge uh, will do a nice job of helping you keep up um, without really feeling like you need to, you know, like no matter when you start, you have three months until you're done. Um, the later you start, the shorter it will take um, until you're done. I mean, so they they, they did they added that, which um, should be a nice addition for people who play uh, a little less hardcore.
0: Yeah, definitely awesome. He did you have anything to add there?
1: Uh, the, the, what he was discussing was exactly what I was about to say: is the fact that there is the artifact knowledge uh, quest line uh, that does help increase, and also they did mention uh, even if you. Uh, put your Monk uh, to the wayside as an alt. Uh, if you come back and say s- uh, 7.1, they they specific- specifically said that we would be uh, able to increase our uh, artifact knowledge uh, quickly uh, due to some buff they're giving us at some point. So uh, there is that to think about as well.
0: Definitely uh, keep that in mind uh, as well as um, anything we've just discussed today, which I think has been putting a good wrap on uh, the show as far as our Wind Walker preview. Uh, We kind of touched on a lot of different subjects uh, and then also hopefully help anybody out there making their decision on what to do. Um, So uh, thanks everybody here for uh, joining today. It's uh, really great talking with you and uh, I guess I'm going to do a little differently just uh, as far as the end stuff. So Babs, how can they, uh, people get in touch with you or find you, uh, they want to talk about stuff, um,
1: well, kind of like
2: I said at the beginning, I am pretty much everywhere. Um, so look, look outside you your door. Touch me. I
0: write
2: right. practically. <laughs> um, if there is monk information outside your door, then I am probably there and a part of it. Um, I am, you know, like we touched on at the beginning. I moderate MMO Champions, so you can get at me through there. I do have a Twitter, which I check sometimes, or. It gets pushed to my phone. I'm not super Twittery like some people, um, but you can ask me questions there. There's uh, walkingthewind.com, my website, um, where you can send me messages. Discord is a great place. I'm pretty much on it all the time. Um, Trying to think where else. Um, I help the guide on Icy Veins. I know they have a a forum on there too. Uh, Wowhead has a forum. I've done that guide. So really... Any place that there's Windwalker resources, there's a pretty good chance that I'm a part of it and you can get in touch with me through there. Discord is by far the yeah. best place. Um, that's where I'm, you know, it's always up on my browser, even if I'm at work and messages go to my phone. So uh, if you have any questions or whatever, uh, then Discord is typically the best way.
0: And then also on Twitter, you can give them a follow at Monk. So B-A-B-Y-L-O-N-I-U-S-M-O-N-K.
2: Uh,
0: so yeah, give him a follow there. And then also Twitch at twitch.tv slash Babylonius.
2: Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I do stream all of um, my raids. I did stream some of my testing in beta, but I didn't do that much, so I didn't stream that much. But I do stream all of raids. I will probably be streaming a lot of the leveling experience, Um, although I think people should probably just be out experiencing it for themselves rather than watching me experience it. So I do stream all my raids uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 8 p.m., uh, eastern standard time uh, i am in the u.s so uh they i stream it's eight o'clock to eleven thirty, give or take um typically that so yeah you, you can watch my stream through there um i think that's everything
0: <laughs> so yeah everything and anything <laughs> what's what's your social security number your bank account you know <laughs>
2: it, it may incidentally be on <laughs> some of that so if people find yeah. you let me know
0: um and then he how, how can they uh find you on uh, if they uh...
1: Uh, right now uh mostly tw- uh twitter uh, at HinaLover.com, dot uh, com at HinaLover, um, uh discord as well um i do st- uh check in it uh with MMO champion I don't uh post a lot nowadays uh mostly I just lurk. <laughs> to tell you the truth but I do try to correct uh people's information whenever I can. Uh, WoWhead, I I do post a few times, not a whole lot, uh, but mostly Twitter and Discord nowadays. Um, I don't stream anything. Uh, if I do, it's few and far between, uh, mostly because my computer is a little on the old side and I'm not really too thrilled in trying to upgrade it nowadays. <laughs>
0: okay and if you want to get in touch with the with me at golden versus on twitter or the show at monk podcast uh show up show up dot com for email and then dot com where we have all our archived episodes up on there so you can go take a listen and again thanks babs and Ahina for joining this week it's always uh, really great uh having having people here to discuss and uh Good information. I'll we'll definitely have to have you back after the mythic stuff starts uh, setting in, so we can get more of uh, what what everybody's been seeing as far as uh, in-game performance relative to gear and bosses.
1: Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, and then
0: we also thank you out there for listening this week on the podcast. We hope to have you back here each and every week. Take care.